morning. I'm Jennifer Thompson and you're listening to Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program on community radio, 2XXFM 98.3. You may have seen recently advertising posters at bus shelters with photos of a young person in a t-shirt that says, Job Hunter, Not Dull Bludger. While this campaign was launched by the National Welfare Group Brotherhood of St Lawrence, our research into this story led us to a perhaps surprising driving force behind it in the form of the bus shelter advertising company AdShell. Curious to find out more about the motivations behind the campaign, I spoke with AdShell's Director of People and Performance, Frank Appleby. So Frank, thank you for joining us today. Can I start by asking you a very basic question? Who is AdShell? Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, AdShell is um, a leading out-of-home out media company. Um, we work across Australia and uh, New Zealand. And um, if you ever, whenever you are at a bus shelter or, or at a railway station and you sort of look around, you might notice um, there's advertising um, surrounding you. Um, and uh, if you look in the top corner, it would, it would often say AdShell. And what we, we do is we facilitate advertising via our infrastructure, which is basically the bus shelters that we uh, build and um, maintain for local councils across Australia and New Zealand, um, as well as, well as the, the, um, the, the railway advertising that we do for some of the larger railway networks like Yarra and, and Sydney Train. And how, how long has AdShell been around for? Well, AdShell was formed back in 1997. So um, we're actually coming up to our 20th anniversary this year. And um, yeah, so it's been 20 years and it's been a bit of a journey. Um, we started uh, back in, in the early days with just having what we call static, which is your traditional poster advertising. Then we moved into what we call scrolling. And some of your listeners might have seen when you, when you sit at a, at a bus shelter that the, that the actual uh, scrollers are moving up and down with, with different ads. Um, to now what we moved into as well is called digital advertising, where we can actually go in and and advertise or deploy advertising um, real time and, and change advertising real time depending on um, obviously what the campaign that needs to be deployed or what the need is in terms of uh, from, a, from a client perspective. Can you tell us, Frank, what is the diversity, inclusion and flexibility program? Yeah. Well, um, to, so as, as I mentioned before, we, we, we had our our 20th, or we're turning 20 this year, if you like. And, and last year, we started to sort of reflect on where we're at as a, as a company. And, and, um, and that gave sort of birth to what we called um, our purpose um, in terms of why we're here as an organization. So we did a bit of soul searching and we arrived at a, at a purpose for our organization that's going to take us into the, to the, the next kind of phase of our life, if you like, as a company. And, and the purpose that we arrived at, we, we called... Um, creating the smartest connection for our communities. And, um, and what we mean by that is that we want to find a way to really connect in a way, not just through our advertising, but also through uh, the difference that we're making to our local communities. Um, and, um, and that really sort of gave birth to the idea that, okay, it's one thing is to say that you have a purpose, which is to create the smartest connection for our communities, but how do we actually uh, bring it to life? And one of the ways that we wanted to bring it to life was through our diversity, inclusion and flexibility program. And what that means is that there's really three areas that we want to focus on. The first one is around diversity. 
And, um, and part of that is to really look at how do we um, connect with, um, particularly with, um, with women um, uh, internally and externally in the way that we go about um, creating a difference. Um, so one of the things we've launched recently is, is our Women in Leadership program, which is more of an internal program, to really sort of fast track um, future female leaders in our business. Um, on the inclusion side, um, we've launched uh, um, the initiative with Brotherhood of St. Lawrence, which is really sort of looking at how do we connect smarter with um, our local community, particularly around uh, youth. And um, the Brotherhood of St. Lawrence are sort of specializing, for want of a better word, in, in making a difference to youth who've, um, who are disadvantaged and, um, and they're trying to help them back into the workforce. And we, th- we thought that it was a great way for us to create a partnership with the Brotherhood of St. Lawrence to, to really see what we can do to create that connection to, um, to the local community and, and help young people to, I guess, find a way back into the workforce. Um, a couple of other initiatives we've got planned. One is around job support. for um, So that's sort of the next thing that we're looking at, which is really helping people who've got disability, a mental disability, I should say, to, um, to get um, into the workforce. So that's an initiative we've got planned for later this year. I'm interested in where this community-minded approach comes from within AdShell. What's behind that? Well, one of the drivers behind our purpose was to really, if you look at cities in Australia, um, there's a lot of talk at a, at a more local level around how do we create the cities for the future? How do we create smarter cities? And we, we, we here at Ashill thought that it's important that we position ourselves in a way that where we want to be, I guess, one of the leading um, providers and facilitators of, of obviously a smarter way of of uh, interacting with our local community in the uh, community in, in in the cities of the future. So, so that was part of the motivation for um, for for our focus on really connecting in a, in, a, in a new way with our community. Can you tell me more about the flexibility aspect? Yes, that's uh, so flexibility. Um, so we are um, actually is owned by um, our parent company is called HTNE, and and HTNE actually stands for here, there, and everywhere. And what that sort of touches on is that. We are everywhere uh, from an advertising perspective, and our boss shelters that we provide are pretty, pretty much everywhere that, you, that where you go. So we thought, in that, on that, so with that in mind, that flexibility. We need to facilitate uh, internally, particularly um, guidelines for, for our workers, so they can they can work from anywhere. And um, so, so really, our flexibility program is very much focusing on providing um, part-time opportunities. Um, we got a paid wellness day that we are providing people so they can basically take a paid day off to um, to to use it as a bit of, of a way of just reflecting on and their own on their own well-being if you like. Um, so we're looking at how we can provide flexibility in a very practical sense in terms of where you can work from anywhere. Where of course where it makes sense because some jobs are harder to facilitate that for than others. Sure. But also provide flexibility in terms of give you time off to. To really think about how you know you can continue to um, to um, become you know uh, better uh, as, as a human being. And what's been the response from your staff? Yeah, I mean, so far, obviously, people are are, are very much engaged with with these kind of initiatives. I think there's there's always um, there's always this 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 notion that you know I, I, I'm actually surprised how many people who really 
first of all, like to make a difference to other people. So we've, we've learned that through the Brotherhood of St. Lawrence program. But from a flexibility, a lot of people obviously are taking advantage of the or particularly of the Wellness Day in terms of just to, to, to take that day off just to get a bit more perspective on themselves and on life in general. And am I right uh, in, in reading uh, that you offer other incentives for your yeah. employees to contribute to community? Yeah, that's right. So one of the, one of the things that we, 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 we call it at Shell Together now, um, which basically is um, we provide $250 to all our employees um, that they can use so it's paid for by Atchill, but they can use the $250. If they have a particular uh, charity that they're very passionate about supporting, um, they, can, they can donate those $250 towards that cause. Um, the other thing we provide is, is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a paid day uh, off to work in a charity of your choice. So um, we have people here who obviously were very passionate about various courses, if you like. So... Um, they can basically go out and say, okay, I'm really, feel really passionate about a particular course and, and, and they can then go out and, and work for, for that particular charity, um, and obviously paid for by, by Atchill. Now, for the, the cynical part of us, I want to ask, Atchill is a business, right? It's not a community organisation per se. You obviously have stakeholders. Um, so from a business perspective, isn't this losing money? Isn't this spending spending money or, um, you know, people staying at home and things like that? Or what are the benefits of this kind of approach for a business? Yeah, it's an interesting one because I think I think if you look at it more on, uh, I mean, uh, on, on sort of like on, on a short-term basis, I think you could say that, you know, why, why, why pay money as a business on things that perhaps are not more immediate Providing you immediately provide you with a, with a, with a with a payback. I think part of the payback from a business perspective I see is that there's a lot of research now that suggests that particularly people um, in the workplace these days are not just looking um, at the work itself to you know to provide the meaning, but they want to work for an organisation who have a purpose beyond just making money. And so in some way, I think by, by going down this path, we are, we are connecting with employees particularly, but also with communities in a way that, that really are um, obviously building an employer brand where people really want to come and work for us because they feel that we are, you know, we are obviously making a difference, not just in terms of what we do from a product perspective, but also from a community perspective. So I think there is that that sort of kind of call to action and, and that um, sense of feeling part of something that is providing to a, to a bigger purpose, I think, is, is, is sort of the way that I certainly see that businesses that are, are successful in the future are going. You're listening to Subject ACT. My name is Jennifer Thompson and it's time for some music before we continue our discussion with Frank Appleby and learn more about the young people featured on the Job Hunter Not Dull Bludger bus shelter ad campaigns. The track requested by our guest is Seasons Change by Future Island.
change by Future Island. Time now to go back to my recent conversation with AdShell's Frank Appleby to find out more about their work experience program, which led to the Job Hunter Not Doll Bludger campaign. We also hear directly from the young job hunters themselves. Yeah, so um, so in terms of the, the specific campaign that that um, that that we ran in, with with um, the Brotherhood of Saint Lawrence was we we called it or was called um, uh, job hunter, not 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 bludger, um, and uh, and what what this is really about was really helping Brotherhood of Saint Lawrence to change the perception in the community that young people are lazy. Uh, that young people don't necessarily have an ambition to to get a job, and if they don't if they don't have a job, it's because it's if if, if it's because of their own making. Mm. So we were really helped to keen to help right, Brotherhood and Lawrence in changing that perception. Um, and um, we obviously through our our, um, our infrastructure, we could provide the advertising platform for Brotherhood and Lawrence to really run the campaign. On our network, um, so hopefully through that change the perception, um, certainly externally, and and particularly in in Canberra with the, with the politicians down there, making sure that we obviously we could help to create a uh, like a yeah put it put it on the table if you like that that there's more to the story than just think of of young people as being um, people who are, are not necessarily motivated to get a job if if they haven't got one at the moment. So, so part of the campaign externally was to really to facilitate that on a pro, uh, pro bono basis and, 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 and provide that advertising um, opportunity for Brotherhood of St. Lawrence. Internally, what we then also did was that we um, took six people from, that, that we got from, um, from Brotherhood of St. Lawrence um, who came and, and joined us in our, in our Melbourne office, um, and they went through... Uh, a work experience program where we inducted them into our business. They went out on the road with some of our um, our staff in terms of just to see obviously how um, a day in a life would unfold um, out on the on the road because a lot of our workers obviously out um, dealing with 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 the public every day um, through maintaining our bus shelters and and um, changing out the advertising posters, etc. Um, they also spend time in our in our warehouse, um, so we got obviously a, a large warehouse where we're hosting a lot of our our equipment. Um, they got to meet our office um, our office workers as well. Um, they went to uh, our poster pick did, did what we call a poster pick. So whenever we run a campaign and, and a refresh our posters on our infrastructure, they they, they got to pick some of those posters um, as well, so they really got their, their a hands-on experience in terms of what it's like to um, to, to work um, um, in a in a job, and, and and obviously be successful and feel successful. Um, the other thing we did was we provided them with um, um, real interview um, training, if you like. So they actually went through an interview process, like like they normally would do for any job, and where they sat down with our our leaders and and actually you know went through the interview process, being asked the questions, the hard the hard questions, and so forth. So the whole idea here was to really provide them with real uh, a real experience of what it's like working and being successful at work, and also equip them with some tools so they could overcome obviously any barriers that might be around going through an interview process, if you like. 
we also ensured that everyone was briefed from a staff perspective and we, we made them feel very welcome in terms of uh, providing obviously morning tea and, and really, yeah, hopefully provided some, some, some guidance and some confidence um, back, to, back to the young people and, and that seems to, um, to be what we've we experienced so far. And what was your observations in terms of, we're talking about stereotypes, of um, that stereotype of young people being lazy perhaps and mm-hmm. um, not, uh, not professional enough mm-hmm. and things like that. What was your experience? I mean, it, it's, uh, it's actually quite amazing when, 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 you, when you meet some of these guys. They, they, I mean, they are really resourceful and, 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 um, and strong Strong individuals and and uh, and a couple of the people that um, um, that that we have that we that we interacted with were really I mean that they have just it's just through life circumstances they have ended up in a situation where certain barriers have been I guess put in place whether it's because of personal illness or whether it's because of um, they are instead of living in a, in a in a lower socioeconomic area where perhaps the opportunities for work has been limited so so there's all these Barriers that that have they have experienced, but if um, but if you actually look behind all of that, um, they're very resourceful and, and, and um, strong individuals that just need that sort of helping hand um, and the confidence. I would say that they they can make that that leap and the, and the support, of course, as well. What kind of feedback did you receive from the participants? Now we haven't done a, a full review, obviously, of the whole program yet. But but the the, the anecdotal feedback we've gotten so far has been very positive, and um, and I, and I think that um, well, I'm certainly hopeful that we will continue to run this program for more people in the in the future. But but the feedback so far has been very very positive. One question: the people featured in the ads in the yep. bus shelter ads yep. are they actors? No, no, they're not. They are actually um, they're actually young people who are. Who are currently um, um, part of the uh, Brotherhood of St Lawrence um, support network, so they they are the actual young people that we are talking about, and and their stories are actually featured on the on the uh, on the Brotherhood of St Lawrence um, website. So if you actually want to hear them firsthand, um, their names are, are Taylor, uh, she's eighteen, she's a girl, and then Ashley, who's nineteen, she's a boy. And uh, they were the ones who were featuring on the actual advertising. Um, so in Canberra, they featured on 50 of our actual shelters. Um, and uh, But the actual stories, if you go to www.notdollbludger.com.au, you'll, you'll actually be able to, to hear their stories firsthand. And, um, and, and, and when, you, when you actually hear their stories and when you, when you see them speak, you will actually notice that they are... Very normal, very um, very resourceful uh, young individuals who, as I mentioned before, just need that you know guidance, that um, that support to make that difference. So they really are job hunters, not dull bludgers. Absolutely, absolutely. I've worked on and off at um, supermarkets. I worked at a factory at one point, um, but ever since I. Kind of still working there, it's been very difficult to find proper employment. I've only had one job since finishing school, um, but have recently been let go, so now I'm trying to find another one. Every teenager wants to work. Um, I don't think I've talked to a single one that just wants to sit at home and, and, and sit on the dog. Um, I think 
a lot of them are really driven to work, but if they don't have the um, the opportunities to actually work, they just can't. They're not offering young people to fulfil the potential they have because they think, oh, they just want to sit at home, they just want to go and settle in, they don't want to work, they just want the easy life. And it's definitely not the case. I mean, have a look at me and Ash. When you send a resume off online, you do kind of expect that you won't get a reply. Um, it's not very often that you do, but when you do, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I think raising for it is probably because of how many applications they get. I've heard of some jobs getting like 4,000 people applying just for the one part-time position. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, um, I think as long as I keep working towards um, my goals and, and keep applying for jobs and keep looking for work, I, eventually I'm going to find something. Um, I know it's going to be difficult to, to find something, but I really want to. Someone give me a job. <laughs>Is there anything else you'd like to add about other things that Adshell is doing with communities or the relationship with the Brotherhood of St. Lawrence or anything else? I mean, from, from, from an Adshell perspective, I think we've just, as I mentioned at the beginning, I, I think we've just, in, in the early part of our journey in terms of how we, how we are unpacking our purpose in terms of creating the smartest connections for our communities. And, and, um, and I know there's a lot of um, appetite internally to to really continue to extend our thinking in terms of how we can we can we can make the difference um, that we are making, and uh, not just to, to young people but also to other communities that might need a, a support or, or we can we can help in terms of you know making making a difference too. So yeah, so for, for us it's 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 early days and and this is just really the start of start of it of, of, of our journey if you like and. Yeah, and obviously, if there's any 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 of your listeners have got any ideas that you know that to to what communities potentially we should we should try and and support and tap into, obviously keen to hear about that. Frank, thank you so much for your time today and sharing with us uh, what's been happening with Agile and the Brotherhood of St Lawrence sponsorship. Thank you very much. No worries. Thank you so much. That concludes our program for today. Join us each weekday, 8.30 till 9am on 2XXFM 98.3's Subject ACT. You can stream us live at 2XXFM.org.au slash listen or catch up on all our podcast episodes at soundcloud.com slash subject ACT and stay in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Community radio needs you, so please support this station by subscribing via 2XXFM.org.au. Stay tuned for more people-powered radio. I'm Jennifer Thompson. Have a great day.
Give me you.